In three, two, one. Welcome to Scotch and Splenda, the podcast that tastes like The Office but gets you drunk like plotting a joke on your fiancé with his brothers, getting into a manure fight with your cousin, or lying to your mom about getting married. Uh, (laughs) Outstanding. (laughs) On Scotch and Splenda here, we are talking about anything and everything The Office, most importantly, theories, side stories, and what-ifs. We are always your co-regional managers. I'm AJ. I'm BJ. I am Nick. And on this episode, don't forget you dated your coworker's mom. We're talking all about families. <laughs> Before we dive in, guys, we always give that quick reminder: smash that five stars, smash, write smash, that smash, review. Smash, smash. We want to see your reviews come in, guys. If you don't have a theory, you can still write a review. If you're here listening, if you're signing in every single Monday with us, then get at us. Make sure you uh, write us a review, drop us a five star. You can also leave a voicemail. What's that number, Nick? It is area code 319-359-7977. Mm-hmm. So go leave us a voicemail, 319-359-7977. Uh, send in your voicemail. We want to hear your voice here on the show, uh, like we're about to do right now. Like this kind listener out of Kansas who did not give their name but did have their area code. So Appreciate it, Kansas. Google is our friend. Here you are. Hey, guys. So... You haven't talked about this yet, but you did mention web exclusives once. There is a really good one where Creed investigates Oscar that goes into a lot about a lot of theories that you've talked about. Um, (laughs) Phyllis and Oscar mention a grand jury investigation Bob was in. Oh. Um, There's a lot on Creed being Creed and a lot on the accountants as as well. So, I think you guys should watch that and talk about it on the podcast. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that advice. Well, the thing that surprised me is the grand jury about Bob. Yeah. When when he did his appearance on here, I and he made like his quip about like the grand jury didn't convict. Yeah. Or something to that effect. I thought that was just like a joke about the fact that we've made lots of jokes about him being tied to the mob i did not realize there was actual canon material i know in the show. <laughs> i know <It's>, yeah. <laughs> that is that is wonderful yeah um and then creed being creed i i like to think of it as just like creed thoughts being brought to life so, i i can I never get it. enough of creed being creed i i'm in I mean, i'll I'm we'll definitely go it. check that out and yeah. we will report back to you kansas thank you for the so, recommendation yeah definitely um have you we, have you guys seen any of the webisodes I haven't yet, actually. No. It's about the one thing I haven't explored when it comes to the office. Um, kind of on purpose. I kind of when they came out, when those when those webisodes came out, um, I don't know what it was. I felt like I was just like, uh, I'm not gonna do this. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna be a part of this. It felt like it was at the time <laughs> where like lots of shows were doing 
exclusive web-based content where it was like, yeah. go to the website and watch these extra puzzles from Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Go was... to the website and watch extra experiments from Bill Nye the Science Guy, like, right. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Look at the behind the scenes. Yeah, I feel like The Office kind of like almost started that in a way, though. They talk about it on The Office Ladies like a couple times where like their web presence was way more than any other show at that time. Like they were all about it. And like their websites, I mean, you could go to www. You know, create thoughts, whatever. And they made a whole website, you know, and they did that for a lot of things. Yeah. They invested heavily in the digital world. I mean, the very first episode of anything that streamed to an iPod video was an episode of The Office. Huh. I did not know that. No kidding. That's crazy. Well, huh. What a fun tidbit. Thing. That is fun. I got to go check these out. I got to go check them out. Uh, yeah. And I, I'm going to make a commitment. I will go find the webisodes. Can we find them so. on uh, Peacock? Are they on there? Or is it something we'll have to actually search out on YouTube, Beach? Uh, when I, I watched one episode and I found it on YouTube, it, I mean, it's it's an easy find on YouTube. I don't know. I, I, okay. Peacock might have them now. Yeah. We'll check it out. Peacock, like we've said before, has a very deep, deep list of uh, a lot of additional uh, office content. You know what I mean? A lot of additional office content, and they're they're sorting it very well as long as you get in get into it. So um, we'll check out the webisodes. We will report back. Um, we also have a what if. Somebody sent in a what if. Hey. Um, we had our friend Sarah, who said, "I need to know." What if Dwight hadn't killed Sprinkles, Angela's cat? <laughs> As opposed to Sprinkles, the mailman. Yeah, you're right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sprinkles? There's probably a sp- oh. <laughs> Sprinkles. There's probably like a Sprinkles the Clown out there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the magician that Jim is is rude to later on. Right, right. Hey, yeah. why are we why are we bullying this magician? Why is Jim being what does he say? Being coarse with that he or said, something. He's like, why is Jim being unpleasant to the magician or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, okay, what's the obvious? Uh Dwight Dwight does not kill Sprinkles, the yeah. cat, and uh instead of shoving it into a freezer um after feeding it a just a a ton of antihistamines or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Here's a fistful of Benadryl. Yeah. No tears, only dreams. Only now. dreams. <laughs> and so he doesn't stuff it in. Like the bags of French fries are not clawed open. <laughs> like what? What? What's the obvious? I can. As a side note, I love that Angela, who seems like a real stickler for like healthy vegetarian food just has bags of frozen french fries just i really enjoy that <laughs> yeah. a lot yeah. <laughs> I know. like i, I want like, like a deep freeze or something yes. like because i feel like if the cat cat really wanted out like it might have like pushed against something or like yeah. tried to dig at something i don't know but i feel like it, maybe it was a deep freeze and it's just not going to climb out of it's this just thing. bags of oraya <laughs> everywhere <laughs> Yeah, I feel like yeah. there are two types of like vegetarians out there. As one, I I had a roommate a long time ago who was a vegan, and that dude ate okay. unhealthier than anybody else I've ever met in my life. I mean, it was potato <laughs> chips for dinner, like, and he's like, "I'm a vegan," and I'm like, "Okay, well, you're just like a junk foodie, and you just don't eat 
like meat products. <laughs> like no. this isn't what being a vegan is. <laughs> You're the equivalent of if you were if if you were exclusively a carnivore, you would be eating only Frank's or Barras hot dogs. <laughs> like exactly. You basically live off the vending machines. Like what is going on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it was. It was like French fries and potato chips. And I mean, that was like it. That was his diet. I mean, he had McDonald's French fries like every day. That was dinner. Amazing. What is there that's vegetarian? It's all vegetarian. I'll just have some bread. <laughs> ah, you used your hands. <laughs> hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, back on track. Back, back on, track. on track here, guys. Give me an obvious one. Obviously, what? They what? don't break up. They don't break up. She sees right? Dwight as up. a provider who can handle responsibility mm-hmm. sees an empathy in him that maybe she had not seen and maybe they end up with a kid sooner yeah yeah that is my okay. theory she says if he can handle rectal suppositories he can handle a child so they don't break up <laughs> uh, and that's i guess that's where i'm at probably yeah. their relationship advances further obviously she doesn't date andy we don't get the duel etc Right, we don't have the duel. We wouldn't get a lot. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. get uh, you wouldn't get the uh, the senator. That's that. true. Yeah. One one key thing that I think is, I don't think I don't think Andy and Dwight would ever become friendly or friends. Yeah, I don't. If, if you think about it. Yeah. So that's so yep. the 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 timeline of that is Dwight and Angela essentially break it off. Right. Then she starts getting courted by Andy. And through he's just wearing them, wearing her down. All of the um, success. All yeah, and and then uh, she starts having an affair with Dwight, though. Yeah, I guess you know for a long time. Then they have the duel. That all comes to a head, and Dwight says at one point, you know, we were mortal enemies, and now, and I find Andy to be quite delightful. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, how's oh, this? Looks like a hunter who can throw an outfit together, you know? Yeah. Like he's taking Andy yeah. hunting, yes. Um, and they have some like bonding buddy experiences buddy. and all that good stuff. Um, so it's the whole weird thing with Aaron after she starts, where yeah. they're like both sort of into her. Oh and, yeah, and Dwight does the very uncomfortable, like, <laughs> and I'm guessing a little bit of blood rushed to your penis because a little bit rushed to mine as well. <laughs> They're, they when they when they do country road take me home together. Oh my god! Just yeah. kill it. I fucking love Toby's banging on the window. You have to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that that's funny. That leads to another relationship. Then, like you're saying, uh, if if Dwight is with Angela, continues on. We would assume yeah. then Andy doesn't really have any battle for Aaron. Yeah, in this world, and that means Aaron and and uh, Andy could probably get together much sooner and much easier, and they wouldn't have all this back and forth. Yeah, Andy wouldn't have had that relationship with Angela that eventually broke off, broke it off with Aaron. Yeah, you know that she got upset with on Secretary's Day. Yeah, I mean this is a rabbit hole. Let's be real. Yeah, this is the butterfly's wings flapping in the wind. One hundred percent. Ray Bradbury is very proud of you. Okay, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got, I kind of have a a little a theory here. Okay. If so, Dwight goes and takes care of the cat, doesn't kill the cat, but comes back. He's still Dwight, so he's still going to see an animal in pain that needs to be put down. 
and frankly, he's probably right, right? Probably, and yeah. Yeah. Prob- this do- I mean, we, this we cat should really not know. be alive, guys. We, we don't know the extent. This cat is through of- eight and nine-tenths lives. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think that he would then try to convince Angela to put Sprinkles down, leading to arguments, leading to a breakup. Okay. Oh, okay. So you're going the opposite way. I See, think I'm going to go the opposite. Wow. I don't I don't know like when would they come out as a couple? Because they've made it very clear that they like don't acknowledge it to other people that they're together. You know what I mean? Right. Like despite the fact that they've been together for a long time, they're obviously in love like they don't really confirm that with anybody. Yeah. And so part of me wonders how long that would go on before they like made it official to the rest of the office, I guess, or if they ever would have, would the relationship have been able to advance beyond that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Could they have, could they have opened up their relationship to the world? Yeah. Um, would they have to sign, you know, a waiver, a, a waiver you know, that they can't sue the company? You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, nothing next. I don't know. Okay. I, I the thought just crossed my mind like cuz I'm trying to think back of like all the subsequent relationships that happened with this and obviously we jumped into Angela going with Andy and stuff but like Dwight gets with Angela. Yeah. And is also at one point with Isabel. Isabel. Team Isabel by the way. Sorry. And is also at one point with uh what's the uh, country girl's name? B towards the end. Um. Oh, the tall blonde gal. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Farmer's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. The one who's like, I had to uh-huh. hurry plucking the chickens, so you might have a little bit of meat in your pillow or a little feather in your nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What, what was is, her name? What is? Her it's name? like a very. It's a very country yes. name because you AG's you think she's up. not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um, Esther. 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 Can we just yeah. establish like Dwight? Is a sexual anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's an just yeah. slinging peen left and right, <laughs> but then asks Toby questions like, "Where is the clitoris?" Yeah, he's. You know, hey, How? maybe Toby really educated him. I maybe. don't know. Maybe he got. You think Toby knows that much? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I no. will. I just. You're right, though. It is kind of a 180 for sure. Um, that. That all of a sudden he is just able to just pull it, like yeah, like without with ease. You like, yeah, and and Michael puts it gr- perfectly. He looks like he's going to a fish fry at at the wedding. <laughs> with the, at the wedding the wolf yeah. shirt <laughs> with the wolf shirt. Like, Animalistic because of howling. It, it represents howling. <laughs> perfectly good going out outfit. It's like you know, it's just tucked into the <laughs> the pants. It's really that shirt is rough. I I feel that like that shirt is the Goodwill special. It's great, honestly. I want one. Um, <laughs> I don't you know, guys. One? I think uh, I think there's a lot of relationships that wouldn't have happened. I think that there are some relationships that, in fact, would have happened. Yeah. If you if you continue down the Aaron uh, line, you know, uh, we have even Plop. You know, yeah. so I'd be curious to see what happens with just the relationships within the accounting team mm. because so much of their bond forms from Oscar's affair with the senator, right? 
Right. Him and Kevin obviously gain a much deeper level of trust because Kevin is able to keep that secret and like they become sort of a closer friend. Um, Angela and him obviously get to a point where like they've bonded very well because he's like the godfather to their kid. And, mm-hmm. um, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be interested to see how that in the long term would have affected things like just their interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Well, on that note, think about it. Um, would would Dwight have, I, I don't know if this is before or after, but, well, I think it was before. I was thinking about, like, when Dwight took the fall for the tax forms. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with that Os- was, and yep. she bonded with Oscar over that right. when he came back, you know, things like that. That might have been before, to be honest, but. That was before. Yeah, that was okay. before. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because that was not terribly far after. That was what, like a half a season after mm-hmm. uh, Gay Witch Hunt? Right. I believe so. Because it's right after Oscar comes back from his settlement. Yes. <laughs> his and vacation with his new company yeah. lease. And, <laughs> I'd really yeah. love a home theater. He really wants people to shut up, but he also really wants a home theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> lot, a lot of, lot of relationships uh, being burdened and unburdened, to be honest. I think uh, Dwight... Dwight killing the cat um, could have a could have had a major effect, uh, or if he didn't kill the cat, it could have had a major effect on yeah. some of these plot lines. Yeah. So, what fantastic. if what if they stayed together all the way to Jim and Pam's wedding, and Michael hooked up with Isabel instead of Dwight at the wedding, and never hooked up with Pam's mom? Oh, okay. Here's here's Maybe. where I'm at. What if? Okay, so Dwight would have never gone with Michael to New York necessarily if him and Angela are still together, if him and Angela are, like, close. Yeah. For the sushi party. Right. Meaning they never would have gotten locked out. Toby never would have done the awkward hand on the knee, never would have moved to Costa Rica, and we never got Holly. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, no. (laughs) They would have never gone to New York. Yeah. And never the lockout wouldn't have happened because they were because they would have had keys. Yeah, because you know with Dwight. Yeah, because he had both. Because he would have been there. <laughs> yeah. But what if you die, Dwight? If I'm dead, you've been dead for weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh we man, get no this is endless. Michael never leaves. This is endless. If Dwight doesn't kill Sprinkles, Michael Scott never leaves Dunder Mifflin. Then and we then, never have to meet D'Angelo Vickers, Robert California, yeah. Nelly, or any of them. Yeah, you're right. Wow. <laughs> God. Dang it. If Dwight would have just let the stupid thing live, <laughs> we, <laughs> we would have ended way better. We could have we had nine had, seasons of Steve st- Carell, you <laughs> selfish <laughs> bastard. <laughs> selfish dick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm letting that in. I'm, or I'm, I'm, letting, I'm letting that end it because I, I don't want it to not be anything other than that. <laughs> Good job. That was a good job, Nick. That was like a great, it. great finish up there, guys. Oh, my goodness. I'd say my throat's a little dry after that. Is Oof. it? Yeah. Yeah. I br- well, I brought a new one for us to try today, Jens. Oh, boy. What so, do we got? Tell us about it. Okay. So today we're doing the Old Elk Small Batch. It is a sour mash reserve. Okay. It's, okay. A, it's 105 proof, 52.5%. And it's got a little story on the back. I think I might uh, read it to you. Please. Tell me. Old Elk Sour Mash Reserve is crafted with experience, passion, and zero compromises. Our distilleries took our award-winning flagship high 
malt mash bill and began a journey to discover what would change if we experimented with different yeast. Our travels resulted in unique straight bourbon whiskey held in this bottle. The robust foundation that is our flagship high malt mash bill anchors the heady complexities from a unique yeast. The results is a uh, is a 30-barrel small-batch whiskey that transports you. We hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. And yes, they said sip back. That's why I wanted to read it all the way, because that last super back. line I thought was so awesome. Yeah, sip back. That's all you wanted out of it. <laughs> God damn it. You Great. know I'm a sucker for a good pun. <laughs> I know you are. We know you are. We are drinking these for for what it's worth. I feel like it's worth another shout out. We are drinking these out of our great branded Scotch and Splenda labeled with names glasses courtesy of DNF Designs. Indeed we are. Yes. Thank you, Danielle. I got my own name etched onto a glass with a Scotch and Splenda on the other side. You got to check them out. They do great work. I love that. Very cool. Let's give a little sipsky. You got it. Pop the bottle. Let's go. Cheers. That's warm. That's warm. It helped me find a uh, canker sore on the inside of my lip that I did not know I had yet. Oh, good. Good. Ooh, that is hot. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God. PJ, oh. what are you doing mm. to me? That's sweet. I love it. It's like there, there is so, it kinda it almost reminds me of the Canadian we had a few weeks back. Kinda. It's so much of that. It's mm. like you're right. Not as sweet as that, like it's somehow, this is just, I, I would describe it as robust, <laughs> if I may. <laughs> it, is a, it is a Bordeaux. It's a Bordeaux. World. It's quite, yeah, you're right. This is quite the uh, Merlot. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's it's definitely heavy heavy on my palate. Um, I am drinking it with ice, because that is the way I've learned that I've preferred these types of things at this point. Um it's it's very warm. It is just a lot going on. It damn damn near knocked me over uh, upon my my first sip. Um, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's tasty. Like I like the taste of it, but man, there's it's like it's like concentrated like flavors to me. That's a slow sipper for sure. Whoa, I love it. Um, I dig it. I get into it. I think that's it a, is. It tastes. It's it, that's a good way to put it, AJ. It is. It's almost concentrated flavors. It's like they've dialed the oak up to eleven. Yes, one hundred percent. You get a lot of oak. I I I still get a little sweetness on the, on oh, the yeah. tail. It's definitely sweet. And yeah, it's very woody. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like I might like be trekking through a forest. Maybe get, you know, cut some lumber or something. If uh, I and, yeah. If I was out on a camping trip and I had this in the flask, I would not be cold. Yeah. My no. goodness. This is a one packet of Splenda for me. Okay. Like it's the okay. nose on it is awesome. See, if that's what I like about it so bury much. Bury your face in it. Like if you just walk, you get it, it from a ways. Man, the nose is awesome on that. If I had a candle that was this smell, I oh. would. I would be. Like the manliest person ever. Just put it in a little bonfire. Like, James yeah. Bonfire. James, James Bonfire. Bonfire. <laughs> bonfire. James yeah. Bonfire. Well, thanks for bringing that there, BJ. Yeah, that's uh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I have. A, it is. I have quite good. a few just, of the. Man. I got quite a few of the old elk and the the whole line. I think. I mean, as far as I've been able to find, I I think I have it all. My favorite one is the is the one that AJ probably would like the most, and that's the weeded. 
That's my favorite. Oh it yeah, is, I uh, bet you're right. It's it's softer. It's not you don't get as much of a burn, and it's got that sweet wheat. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I I gotta we'll do try. That. One we'll of do those. that soon. I can't wait. We'll have to. We can do a series where we go through all my different Blantons back to back to back weeks, and then we'll go through all the old Elks back to back to back weeks. So you guys are yeah. saying that you want to go through two different families of whiskeys? Nice. Is that what you're saying? Segways. <laughs> Is that what you're segway. saying, Nicholas? Sucks. <laughs> We're talking about families oh this, se- <laughs> this episode. Come on. It was worth it. BJ loved it, didn't he? I loved didn't it. You? It's a, yeah, that's right. great. Let's see. That's okay. why I'm here. That's right. It's <laughs> crap like that. That is why I'm here. This is why he's crap a part like of this. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we've got we've got to go through a lot of family members here. Um Hopefully we'll make it through the majority of them and uh, make sure you let us know like if we forgot anybody, mm-hmm. you know, who we forgot to talk about. We can cover it again. We can always go through it again. Um, yeah, I bet this will be a part one. This think will be so? a family's part one. There's just so many of them. We yeah. Can spend, we could spend most of an episode on a couple right off the bat that I think of. Yeah. yeah. I, well, who do, who well, do you got? Well, like, what do we Yeah, start us off, thinking? Nick. Like, Moe's is one who springs to mind. Yeah. Moe's would be like Mose. a family member of one of the main characters. I feel like we could spend two thirds of an episode talking about Moe's. Yeah. Now remind me who Moe's is. Is he Mose? that young gent with the neck beard? Yes, he is. The uh the young Amish looking gentleman. Yep. <laughs> yep, that is him. Played, that is Moe's. Moe's is the genius cousin. Michael Shore. Played by the yep. genius Michael Shore. Give credit to him. I mean Co creator uh, of the know, show. Creator of the shows. Uh, the Good Place and Brooklyn Nine Nine, yeah. and Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yep, guy is prolific. So he he as really cannot TV screw up a show. Yeah. <laughs> so Moe's is so hilarious yeah, to me because he's got like uh, he is for what like Parks and Rec has with John Ralphio. He is the John Ralphio for me in this show. He is just the perfect amount of usage and comic relief. And you get just a little bit more of him in later seasons. That's a lot of fun. Like when they're going through and they're doing the interview for Junior Salesman. And Dwight is interviewing Moe's. And he's like, it says here that you've been working for Dow Chemical for the last 15 years. That's right. That's right. You know we live together, right? (laughs) (laughs) He just gets up and runs. Yeah. 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 I think uh, like... The thing about Moe's is I I want to know more about Moe's family. Yeah. I want to dive deeper into that. And why why is Moe's the way he is? Is what? Dwight's Aunt Shirley, is that Moe's mom? Is that who it is? I don't know. I, I don't just know. know that that's his aunt and Moe's is his cousin. Tree. Yeah, I don't know the family tree. I have a feeling their family tree looks more like a wreath. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't. That's just that's the only aunt that I can think of, or his uncle Honk. Is that Moses' dad? <laughs> um, <laughs> he mentioned who sends him the holster, and I guess he's proud of me. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I doesn't think, officially uh, say on Dunderpedia who his who his parents are. It just says Zeke, okay. his brother, who we meet, who we meet in that same episode, the interview episode. 
Um, yeah. and then his, his and then his cousins, which are Dwight, Jeb, and Fanny, which are right. yeah. Dwight and his siblings. And that's all it says on the official Dunder page. However, I will make a note that Moe's does have an official alias on the Dunder um, Wikipedia page. Is of it what? fear? And that is fear. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fear. <laughs> you must wrestle my cousin Moe's. It's just like, bye, Ryan. <laughs> bye, Ryan. You seem nice. <laughs> I love, nice. Uh, I know we talked about it once in the group chat. But I love when Dwight is opening the daycare. Yeah. And they open the door. And they're like, ah, ah. Welcome, children. Welcome. <laughs> He's got like yeah. a baby <laughs> Bjorn on. Pam's <laughs> like, were you painting in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> I just like the, the sheltered life that Moe's lives. Like the, 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 the amount of exposure to the world that he just doesn't have yeah. is, is what's so shocking to me that like, that Dwight even lets this kind of be a thing. I don't know. Yeah. I love Moe's as the valet in Garden Party. Yeah. Oh That's gosh. one of my favorites. Go on. When he pulls up, Toby pulls up and he's like, I'm the valet. You have to give me your car. Oh, it's okay. I'll just part. You have to give me your car. I'm the valet. <laughs> and then he lines them all up and tries to do like the evil Knievel and then just runs over the top of Runs the over cars. the top of them. Yeah. He's just stomping them yeah. out like... That is, you're right. <laughs> he just, think about, think about, he just, all he does is be on that farm. Yeah. That's all he does. The amount of time that he has on his hands to just do whatever the hell he wants. Way too much. And the fact that he just, in fact, does whatever the hell he wants on his property, like like the cars. Yeah. Or he has so much time on his hands that he makes just the most immense amount of bacon when Michael is staying at, at the, the, uh, Troop farms. Troop farms. You know, like there's his his deep seated and complicated relationship with the scarecrow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite uh, parts about Moses the valet is him just barreling through the stocks of corn at forty five miles an hour in Toby's car. Yeah. I think that's pretty so excellent. I like that. Um I like Moe's as the decoy Dwight during the uh when he's trying to take the diaper for the paternity test. Oh God! Yep. And he's in like yep. the the decoy Trans Am, yeah, <laughs> dressed like Dwight that Angela pulls over. <laughs> he just he'll do it all. Like he will, there's nothing he won't do for Dwight in my mind, and uh, there's there's nothing that he doesn't want to do himself on that on that farm. I yeah. love it. I, I love Moe's. Yeah. Let me throw out just a couple like things we know for sure about Moe's. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so one, um, he we know that he loves the movie Jurassic Park because in the episode where Jim and Pam go to the farm, uh, he's wearing Ju- Jurassic Park PJs when okay. they're reading Harry Potter. Right, yep. excellent. So we can we can uh, we can you know assume that he likes the movie Jurassic Park. Um, I like to think that he, because they don't do much for technology, he's a big fan of the Michael Crichton book Jurassic Park. Okay, <laughs> sure. I was picturing like they have like four VHS tapes in the in the house and yes. Jurassic Park is one of the four. Like I yeah. dig it. Half half yeah. of the Titanic series or half of the Titanic yep. VHSs. This was one of two. Just, just yeah, tape one because Kevin took tape two. Because he took all, tape two. They're all in blockbuster <laughs> cases because they didn't understand how video rental stores work and never brought them back. Correct. Yep, correct. Yep. And um, <laughs> so we can we we know that he was traumatized by a storm at one point. 
You learned that in, oh, uh, yeah. in the same episode. Uh, he loves to seesaw with Dwight. Yeah, yeah. And most he likes all the time. Yep, he likes to jump on the trampoline and he and tried to impress Jim and Pam with his uh, trampoline tricks. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and and there's it's mentioned a couple times that Moe's like had never left the farm. Um, and but then there's some like discrepancies there because at one point he shows up with a raccoon to haze Holly, right? Yeah. Yes. And yep. and and he is an amazing ping pong player. We know that for sure too because he goes. Right. to the warehouse and plays ping pong with Dwight and they're just fantastic. Yeah. They're doing like the full Olympic table tennis 15 steps back from the table giant swings. <laughs> yep. And I have a full um, full size Harum uh, Hora on my wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Oh, so those are fun. those are some uh some uh things we could deduce about him, you know, without doing yeah. a what if situation just just sure. little for sure. bits. Um, I will say that Michael Schur despised playing um, Moe's. He what? hated it. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it. Um, and Greg Daniels actually made him grow the neck beard for the first couple like seasons that he was in um, when he was playing Moe's. <laughs> that was not a for, prosthetic? Like, nope, not. And then eventually oh. shaved it when he went to Parks and Rec and then uh, came back to play Moe's again, and they used a fake beard, and it looks the exact same. They, Greg Daniels even joked... On, I can't remember if it was on uh, uh, Brian Bobgartner's podcast or if it was Office Ladies, but he jokes. He's like, I made him grow that real one, and the prosthetic fake one looks so much better. <laughs> and like, oh, my God. <laughs> he that was is brutal. <laughs> that, is, that is brutal. As a neckbeard person myself. It's uh, so itchy. Uh, it's not great. It's not fun. Especially at that length, that would be very unpleasant. Absolutely. I can uh, confidently say I've never seen anybody pull off a neck beard. I've never seen mm-hmm. one have been like, that looks really good, man, or, or nope. woman, or no. whatever. Like, Absolutely not. Or no what? judge. I'm see, just saying it just doesn't, see some, it doesn't look good. You see good. some Amish guy in a, in a horse and buggy, and you're like, oh, come on, Yoder. Come on. <laughs> uh, all right, we're all moving right, on from Moe's. Moe's is great. Moe's is great. We could cover some more on Moe's probably at a later time. I think we've got yeah. that option. Um. We could cover, we could talk about, we could spiral off here a little bit and talk about like Pam and Pam's mom and her, her dad and Helene. Helene, uh, who uh, we do know first and foremost was recast. Yep. Like, it, yep. the weirdest thing about the recast is like Pam's mom in the very first, uh, what was it, season two, I believe. Or was it season one? Uh, uh, season two. It was season I think it's two. Two. Okay. Yeah. For uh, the sexual yep. harassment training. That's right. Yes. Yep. And so, season two, episode two. Gotcha. Thank you for that. And so, you you see her, and she is like normal mom. Yeah. She is like, yep, that's Pam's mom for sure. No, I get that one hundred percent. Um, like very kind of nice and uh, very pleasant, and you know, wondering who all her friends are and. You know, it's taking interest in Pam's work. Yeah. And and then then we see her later on around uh, you know, Pam's wedding, Pam and Jim's wedding. Yep. Niagara. And and we meet Helene. And Helene is a far cry she's, from she's this other real woman. She's strange. She's a very strange person, to to be honest. Like, 
I know, I know we, we also heard about, um, you know, in between now and then, uh, Pam's parents divorced, they separated. Um, and so because of Jim, because of Jim, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, but so we know she must be going through like kind of a tough time, like kind of some, you know, you know, crisis stuff, you know, midlife, whatever. And uh, so I think that's probably got a play in it. But she's just a strange lady. She's a weird cat, for sure. Yeah. She's like, she's got a, I don't know, almost like a strange accent when she talks to me. Yeah. Like, that's very, like, old school Hollywood. Okay. Like, uh, I know that we made fun of it before when we were talking on Michael's Love Life, when she's saying that, like, the triathlons and stuff, and there's just so much I'd rather be doing. Yeah, nowadays. and it's just like it's like where is this coming from? It's like it's like some sort of like almost Hampton type yeah. type yep. yuppie kind of uh, kind of accent that I imagine. Yeah. You know, yeah, she seems more like an East Coast like New Yorker or Connecticut like upper yeah. class. You know, not like a down to earth like Pam's mom has got to be like. Like the original one, just like the most down to earth, like mom, like they go to the mall together, they're BFFs. Right. Helene, yep. the second Helene, seems like the mom that like never held her kids but had like a wet nurse, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. And by the way, <laughs> like I don't I don't buy it for a second that that first lady is named Helene. No, I don't buy that no for way. a no. second. That's that Helen. <laughs> yeah, that's probably Helen. Yeah, that is Helen. Uh, like, if anything, she strikes me as like a, like a Beth, a Beth, maybe. or a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like just a just a nice, you know, a uh, Lori. So you know, yeah, a Lori. She's a is Lori. A good one. Yeah, it's a Lori. Yeah, yeah. Like L O R I. You know, Lori Beasley. I think yeah. that's a that's that's her oh, name. Oh yeah, yeah. You know who? She, you know what her name is? Tell me. It's Mrs. Beasley. It's that's Mrs. what everyone Beas- would call her. Yeah, it's yeah. Mrs. Beasley. I see. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. That's Mrs. In the Beasley. neighborhood she that she chocolate lives. chip cookies. Yep. Yep. You know she does. It, yeah. Like she's yeah. she definitely welcomes like the new neighbors in. That's, yeah. That is definitely yep. a thing. So she's definitely the full size candy bar house on Halloween. Hell yeah, bro. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Mrs. Beasley makes the best lasagna and is the best with trick or treating. Uh new age <laughs> Helene. Uh, yeah, no, she eats like only sushi that's like fair trade and has never <laughs> held a baby in her life. New <laughs> Helene gives out little oral B flosses that she swiped from the dentist's office on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> and pennies. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying like, it's, it's not, it's nothing. I don't know. Oh, I'll say it. Fuck new Helene. Fuck new Helene. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that, that is. Uh, she hooks up with Michael. What else do you need to say? Yeah. Like, what yeah. terrible decision making skills? Yeah, not not only it, did she hook up with Michael, she had an actual relationship with Michael. Yeah, it's not even like uh, a one night stand like Concierge Marie that could be forgiven for such a terrible lapse in judgment. Right. She continued well, to go back. Yeah, she did. We, got, we can only assume that Andy. Youth. We can only assume Andy Bernard bought her a Long Island iced tea up there in Canada, and uh, that's the bad decision, too. So we, we well, cut her some slack. 
They, he, I think he did set some like very large glasses of wine down for them. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, like try. It's like like setting the table and like like setting the date. Uh, what a silly freaking thing. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Helene, not a big fan of Helene. Uh, even, you know, there's, there's not much I really appreciate about, about Helene. New Helene. I'll say one more thing. Appreciate the hilarious hijinks that Michael gets himself into when he's trying to inform all of his ex lovers that he has herpes. Right. Yeah. She's got no patience. (laughs) I can't, I can't believe she's at the park with the kid. You know that there's a nanny on a cell phone off in the distance actually in charge. For sure. Absolutely. I got one more thing to say about Helene, and then we can move on. Okay. I, I totally agree with Pam. When Pam finds out that they're dating and she freaks out, now I do think that maybe she overreacted a little bit, like the screaming, whatever. But like when she goes and calls her mom, and she's like, how many times have I complained to you about him? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know... Like every time yeah. her mom's like, how was work? And Pam's like, oh, my boss is such an idiot. Like he did this. He sexually harassed this person. He makes racist jokes because he's stupid. He doesn't, you know, like just think, especially like just like envision season one, Michael. And yeah. <laughs> and and then here she is like no cares to give because he's a, a young, you know, decent looking 40 in his 40s. And she's yeah. trying to get back at her ex-husband like. Right. Not it's, a good person. It's not like they even hit it off particularly well right off the bat. He like asks her for a snack or candy and then just addresses, I just assumed because you're a mom you'd have snacks. Yeah. And then she gives him yeah. like an apricot one and then is all like shitty with him when she when he asks if she has any ocean spray, which is a ridiculous request. Yeah. But like how do yeah. we go from that to being in a serious committed relationship? Yeah, I know. I really wish I could see the footage of between then and walking into that room. I really wish yeah. I could see It's bad. Dude. Like how are they talking to each other when he's you know especially especially after he was the one during the um the uh first dinner yeah um the rehearsal dinner yes and he stood up and he said all that crap uh, yeah <laughs> we can't expect them to be careful every time every like, time he's just talking about your daughter getting it put on her yeah. at a rehearsal <laughs> dinner for her wedding <laughs> and like the next day he's badgering you about snacks because the wedding is late to start. You're concerned because you have no idea where your daughter and her soon-to-be husband are. Yeah. You can't get a hold of anybody. And you've got this jackass who you've heard nothing but terrible things about yeah. and seen nothing but terrible things about harassing you for an ocean spray fruit snack. Right. And now somehow you two are lovers. Yep. Just just putting the suspension to work on your green camera. <laughs> <laughs> apparently apparently michael talking about you know pam getting smashed and splashed is just did, gonna lead to to you know her getting smashed did and michael pack his candle cap is that is that a portion that we missed did he just absolutely break it down on the cupid shuffle at the rehearsal dinner do you think does he have the moves with the chicken dance these are the questions that plague us that we will never know we will never know we don't have the but footage. we can make our own assumptions and You're right. guesses at <laughs> you that's are what correct. we do on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right i have to mention right. since we mentioned pam's mom can i mention how 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 like awful pam's dad seems yeah 
Oh yeah. Who is this? Is Christy Lee or whoever her name, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got the like new make girl an extra spot there. at the head table. Like oh. no, no, oh. no, Dad. This is my wedding. I don't want your no. freaking twenty-three-year-old like girlfriend. Like this, peace. Ugh. I'm like <laughs> get her, you and your skank hooker suck. wife out of here. We play '80s Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, absolutely awful. Was this your niece? Yeah, yeah. Just, just pretty yeah. rough. I won't spend much time on there. What about her sisters? No. Her sister, sister, played by Anna Camp from yeah. uh, Pitch Perfect and True Blood, is very funny. The one with the um, Oscar Kevin debacle. Yeah, she yeah. cracks me. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. She's very funny. Uh, yeah. like, she's a good. Act- she's a great actress. She's. You a- owe me an apology. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I wish her role in that episode would have been a little bit bigger because I do think yeah. she's a good actress. I like her a lot. I think yeah. it would have been funny if like her and Kevin had hooked up. That would have made me laugh a lot. Yeah, that would have been uh, really, really a really good turn of events. If like Pam looks around and her sister's hooking up with Kevin, her best friend's hooking up with Dwight, she would be like, "What is happening? What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> Why is this?" What sort of aphrodisiac has been poured into Niagara Falls right. to make this happen? <laughs> my mom's banging Michael. My sister's banging Kevin. Yeah. My best friend's banging Dwight. Literally the three least favorite people in the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, she looks over and Toby's just like, Toby's just mouth deep in his fifth whiskey sour of the evening. And yeah. like the tie is slightly undone. He's evaluating all his decisions. Oh, no. man. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. I'm not going to okay. get caught in Toby land for his wife. And Can we right. talk about, can we talk about Jim's brothers and how big of douchebags they are? Jim's brothers suck. I would love to talk about Jim's brothers. Um, Jim's yeah. brothers are pretty much the worst. Um, you've got you've they, got Tom and you got Pete. Tom and Pete. Um, yeah. Which one's the bald buckhead? Tom. 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 Can yeah, suck we're gonna my prank butt. Tom at Thanksgiving for uh, for being bald. <laughs> yeah. Tom can suck my butt. Yeah. This they is both the thing. Stink. They yeah. they get into this they they're like they they think that their jokes aren't are are funny but they're yeah. like it's not even a joke you're just you're just ripping on Pam for literally her life yeah at this like dinner you're about to have with them that's pretty messed up man like why do you think this is funny like yeah you're it's like you're you're playing a joke yeah but you're saying it so. How is that? How is it not like not a joke? Yeah, I don't know. The only like their sense of humor is like, like make fun of and can you take it and can you dish it out? You know. Yeah. So maybe their their philosophy there, and I'm not defending them because I think they suck. But maybe their <laughs> philosophy there was, oh, if she can take this prank and play into it and then be cool about it, she's cool. You know, like that had yeah. it in the end game, and I yeah. don't respect it because it's it's dumb. Like, oh, it's <laughs> shitty behavior. And I think Pam's line about, like, we should prank Tom at Thanksgiving about being bald, like, you yeah, should. Yeah. I absolutely think yeah. you should. I think every joke that comes out of your mouth, Pam, should be a bald joke about Tom or about his life in some fashion and then just <laughs> laugh it off and be like, come on, this is just what we do, big boy. Like, just yeah. dish it back. Like, that would, A, that <laughs> would give her some redemption, and I would love that. Yeah. At the wedding, they're trying to prank their sister, is it, with a whoopee cushion? 
Yeah. Yeah. Lacelia. Which is like what the only mention of Jim's sister ever. Uh, She's mentioned. She's mentioned a couple times. I think her name's like Lacelia. Larissa. 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 Larissa Helper. Yeah. She's mentioned a couple times, but you don't ever see her or or interact. Maybe she's just like pretty normal. (laughs) They're just like trying to screw with the sister of the groom on the wedding day with like a whoopee cushion. Yeah. Like, and you go to the terrible boss that nobody, that everybody always complains about to get it. Yeah. Like I, that's, that's the thing, by the way, in, it's in a, front of the in front of the mother of the bride, mind you, yeah. they come over and ask this favor of him. I, yeah. If this was a, like a real wedding, the mother of the bride would have turned around and say, you guys are not doing this right now at my yeah. daughter's wedding. Yeah, like we're not going to make this, we're not going to turn this, my daughter's day into a fart joke. But of course, Helene yeah. didn't because she's a shitty mother. Well, right. and it's like they're missing. They're late because they're out on a boat getting married at Niagara Falls. And it's like, your brother, the groom, is missing. One of you, I assume, is probably the best man. And you're both at least groomsmen. Like, yeah. what are you doing to remedy this situation? You want a whoopee cushion to make a fart joke for your sister? Yeah. Like, you guys suck super hard. <laughs> you guys are yeah. The worst. <laughs> Why aren't you trying to get a hold of your brother and find out if he's okay? Like, yeah. did his fiance just leave him at the altar and he is devastated somewhere and needs help? No, you want to play yeah. a fart joke on your sister. You suck. What are you doing to help <laughs> other than just being gigantic man children? <laughs> Pam, you're super cool and your body is really fine. Oh my God, yes, <laughs> at the toes. Yes, at the rehearsal dinner. Hopefully it makes our wives step it up yeah. a little bit more. A little mo. Cardio. Cardio. <laughs> oh, just That's the worst. Just stab him through the neck with a champagne flute. <laughs> like after, oh my god, those guys suck so hard. Cardio. <laughs> and then of course, but that is of course Michael's sense of humor. When Michael's like, "Oh, they have hilarious mater- material. They're gonna kill it, but totally deliver it wrong." Yeah, they're they're gonna uh, butcher. I it. would kill it with <laughs> yeah. the brother stuff. It should be me up there. It should be me and Pete, not Pete and Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh. that's good stuff alright who else you got well um, uh, we could talk about all of Stanley's wives <laughs> Stanley's <laughs> wife slash mistress mistress yeah yeah um, uh, he's, he's got uh, Terry Terry the and then wo- his the woman whose what hand I'm holding and then Cynthia and then Cynthia that's a hard one to forget that is my wife's name yep that's right. And then don't forget about Phyllis's one night stand. Phyllis's one night right. stand, which is in the Scotch and Splendid ethos. Correct. Correct. The ladies yeah. that he's that he's trying to bid in Florida, who I yeah. think he did at one point when he comes over and he's talking about how his rum is out of or his mini fridge is out of rum. Yeah. That he's getting Seems from like just yeah. and then he notices Kathy in there and he's like, Careful how but it gets easier and easier every time. Yeah. And you're That's like disgusting. Whoa. God, you suck, Stanley. How awful are you, Stanley? Man, oh man. I don't know. Uh also his daughter. Yep. Um, who is it? Melissa. I believe it's Melissa. The one who's um, like trying to get Ryan put on a sex offender list. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is it's super messed up. It is a very messed up situation, and like Ryan is just like, boy, have you done lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find it. That uh, that little girl <laughs> is a child. Is a child. Don't be looking out there. Nobody's gonna help you out there. Jesus could come through that door. He's not gonna help you out there. 
if you don't stop sniffing after my child. Sniffing after my child. (laughs) (laughs) That girl is why I'll never have kids. Oh, man. (laughs) She's out of control. I would just hate to have a teenage daughter like her. She sucks. Yeah. <laughs> She's sad. You've never been to Jitters? <laughs> oh my God, Ryan, you're so dorky. You're so dorky. Give me your phone. Let me put my number in. Give me your number so I can text you. Yeah. Like, oh, God. she sucks so hard. No. <laughs> no wonder your mother left. <laughs> no wonder your mother Terry, that, yeah. that woman is not my mother. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um. Yes, that's right. Okay, so that's pretty well established. Stanley either had another wife or, uh, I mean, obviously the mother of his child at some point. So Terry's yeah. not her mom, and oh Cynthia's my. not her mom. Oh, my yeah. gosh. You're, you're right. right. Terry, that woman is not my mother. You're right. That is something you're she right. said. Because he does. He makes mention of it. He's like, I, t- I, t- I never said sorry to my first wife. Yeah. He's like, yep. and then I... I've, Never said sorry yeah. to my second wife. It's like, I told I my, it's like I tell my wife. I don't apologize unless I think I'm wrong. There it is. And if you don't like it, you can leave. And I'll say it to my... Or, and I'll say it to my current wife. I, and I'll say it to my next one, one too. too. <laughs> 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 so, that's right. Okay, so oh. he's been married even before Terry. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk through Terry we get very little of, right? It's yeah. mostly, what, Dundies? A lot Dundies, of Dundies. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's, that's it's where Stacy is all too. You get. Dundies is a good episode for the quote family or the or the the yeah. others, Some you know, spousal units. Yeah, yeah, because you get Terry, you get uh, Stacy with Kevin, and that's really yep. all you get from from her. Stacy is at uh, Jim's barbecue as well. Okay, but uh, otherwise, right. I think those are the only two two spots she's in. Can we talk? Can we talk a little bit more on Bring Your Kid to Work Day and how shitty Meredith's kid is? I was. Oh. I really wanted to. <laughs> I really wanted to uh, to get to Jake. Yeah, Jake is his name. Jake. That's right. It's Meredith's son. Yeah, who she has another child, evidently, but like it's never mentioned again beyond just the maternity. Well, leave in a de- in makes, a deleted right? scene, and I can't remember what season it is. It is brought up what happened. Um, so she mentions early on that she has like two kids, and yeah. her ex, and then she says. Yeah, and she says in a talking head that her ex-husband took the good one. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no. That's so, brutal. Oh, that's yeah, right. So she, that, there is a quick blip on that, and it was cut. I cannot remember what episode that was in, but I definitely saw it when I went down some sort of rabbit hole. Oh, where she just talking it. Rough. She's like, yeah, my, my ex-husband took the good one. And I think it might, it might even have been an extended. No, because they probably would have put that in the super fans episode. So yeah. I don't know. I can't remember where I saw that, but it's, it's out there. It's out there in the universe. They oh had my two God. kids. Meredith's ex-husband took the good one. Oh man. <laughs> Cause you have, you have Jake and Jake sucks for a lot of reasons, but let's dive oh. in. Well, he sucks for a lot of reasons because number one, he obviously, he got suspended, uh, from, yeah. from school. And this is, by the way, this is bring your daughter to work day. Daughter, that's and, right. it, and he is not supposed to be there. But Michael said I could bring Jakey. <laughs> So just, she got suspended from school. So, so I don't have to pay for daycare or yeah. babysitter. Uh, so he's very disrespectful. Mr. Poop. He, he just takes, uh, he just takes, he keeps taking money from Michael. Yeah. Do you have, do you have like another court? He's like, so I, that way I can get like chips and a pop or like, yeah. Um, if we, if we fast forward 
quite a bit. <laughs> then we the also see him at the bachelorette party <laughs> as a stripper. So <laughs> I do love the like side note joke that Meredith makes about then my kid wouldn't have a face tattoo. Yeah. And you see him like a season later on family portrait day and he's there with Meredith yeah. getting the picture and he's like, will you just smile? And she's like, I don't want to. She is? <laughs> yeah, she, she says that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yes, he is the male stripper. He is the male stripper. That she handles in just the most uncomfortable the way. The oddest way. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, no, let me show you how yeah. it's done. I don't awful. like that. Pretty I, I, regret, to be... I regret having us dive down this rabbit hole. You know what? This yeah. is a bad one. Um, I hate I hate to be this guy, but I think I need to uh, defend Jake. His home life could not have been great. Like <laughs> uh, maybe maybe all the <laughs> maybe all the blame shouldn't go on him. I mean, you know, every morning he gets a Vienna sausage and a napkin for breakfast. He's not yeah. living his best. I'm just gonna say that's what he's living can on we, right now. Can we establish that Meredith was getting her master's in social work? And she still yeah. <laughs> managed to raise such a terrible, terrible child. Ugh. Did she like maybe start on that once she realized how badly she had gone down that road with Jake? Yeah. She was like, man, yeah. he's really terrible. Maybe I should reevaluate what I'm doing and went to take like some adult continued education classes. Yeah. And was like, oh, well, now I'm part of the way to a degree in social work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe I can learn more. Yeah. Ah. Uh. But that's a fair point, BJ. His home life sucked. Yeah. And I'm sure that if she was Wasn't happy great. to tell the uh, the cameras that her ex-husband took the good one, uh, I'm sure that that information got back to him at some point, too. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Jake watching the uh, watching the series or watching the show just after like, it airs. What the just fuck, getting Mom? called the bad one, essentially. <laughs> so, <laughs> yikes. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to take, take it away from the children okay. at this point. Uh because so because I wanted to cover one, I wanted to cu- talk about Gil. Gil. I wanted to talk about Gil, Oscar's oh, Oscar's yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Oscar's Oscar's significant. Yeah. That you're just be, like. Be careful, because I think I'm a big fan of Gil. You are. I, I think I am. I think he is a very like normal. Like he's just he's not part of the office radon phenomenon. Like. It's been like, a minute I, since we talked he, about the radon. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it has yeah, been a, it, it's been a few weeks. That's a fair call. He seems like a supportive like boyfriend, a a good guy like I'm I'm going to defend Gil. Why does like Oscar Gil. want out of the relationship? He's been looking yeah. for a way because to get Oscar out of that. Because Oscar is not the good person. You are not a good person. So uh, on, upon upon initial um like seeing like yeah. when we see Gil um, when Oscar takes the sick day, you know, and yep. they're out, you know, shopping and kind of just having a like day together. And- yeah. And, uh, and Dwight, <laughs> I love that interaction. Yeah. That is the best thing ever. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, you are so busted. Yeah. Who is this? Gil. Uh, Gil. Who is this? Who are you? Uh, this is Dwight Schrute. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so... Uh, you weren't sick at all, and so you kind of see like Gil, and he's very just yeah. I think he's very normal at that point. Yeah. But then you get him with at at the art show, and yeah. this just makes me turn on Gil. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. He's pretentious, but he's not a yeah. I don't know. Okay, good. 
good argument. Good point. Good point. Good point. It's just point, like one point for AJ. Like it's, it, and I'm not saying like he's even just being like kind of pretentious. He's pretty brutal about it. Like he's like yeah, he's comparing her to Monet. Yeah, and then and then at the His same first time, work was the hands of the peasants. The hands of the peasants, and then he calls it just motel art. The way he the disdain in which he says motel art. Yeah, you're like oh. It's you, like, dang, man, man that's done a little bit more than if you would have just let it roll. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Gil because he's he's got some pretty rude aspects. Now, I'm not saying that Oscar doesn't have something to do with this, but but yeah. man, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the screw Gil train. That's fine. No, oh, I'll I'm buy still a ticket for that. Train. I think I think he's just. I mean, he's. He was a little rough on Pam at the art show, but otherwise, every other interaction you see, like he's picking up Oscar from work, he's like going shopping. When Dwight showed up, he's like, "I'm Gil," but he like invited him into his home and they watched a movie together. Like he's like, "Oh, who's this? Is this one of your friends from work?" Or you know, like he seemed like an all right guy. I don't know, other than being a real chode about the art. Yeah, exactly. He's, just pretentious about art. I'll give you that. <laughs> you bet he is. Are there any other significant others you guys want to dive into? Um, I don't think I've got too many other ones right now. Oh, I mean, we could talk about how much I dislike Angela's sister. We could talk about Michael's mom. Michael's mom. <laughs> I love that she's like local, but he never seems to spend time with her. Yeah, that like cra- uh, she lives in. Uh, where does she live? Cargale or what? what Carbondale. What is it? Carbondale. Carbondale, yeah. Which Car- is close like, enough for yeah, him she'll to be at send the pool. Ryan to go pick up that VHS tape. Yeah, it's basically And also like where a, they have a gas station with no fresh yams. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, a, a borderline suburb is what it sounds like, Carbondale yeah. to Scranton and so on. Yep. Um, but yeah, like like I say, Michael's mom, like the relationship he has with her, I, I can't, it's, it's almost uncomfortable. Like, I love that degree. his mom... On the phone sounds like George Costanza's mom from yeah. Seinfeld. Mom, I'm getting married. No, you're not. No, you're not. Why don't you ever believe me when I'm telling you this? Are you getting married? No, I'm no. not getting married. I'm not. <laughs> and then he hangs up the phone. Yeah, he I just love hangs, hangs up on her. Hangs up on her. But also, you have to remember, he also calls several times, like to mom. Uh, I think. I think he calls her once when he burns his foot, but he also um, does it when, is it, oh gosh, help me out here. He calls, it's like, well, I am putting myself out there, mom. Yeah. It's like people just don't want. Yeah, in New York. When he's, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. At the nightclub. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's right after the Back to the Future girl, right? That's right. Or it's, yeah. uh, no, it's right yeah. after the girl who's who's leaving to go grab herself a drink and then he sees her with the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, like, she's like, so what do you do? I'm a bank teller. Yeah, Ryan says when women ask what you do, you always tell me you work in finance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is a pretty pretty excellent joke that I feel like gets blown past. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I think it's yeah. just like this kind of uncomfortable. Like uh, he he also he also just has Ryan go to her house yeah. and like get in through the window. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, so, I, I almost have the exact opposite argument I had with Jake as where I feel like 
Michael's mom was probably a really good mom, but Michael was just the most exhausting kid ever. Like, oh, absolutely, just yeah. exhausting. Absolutely, and he was. I, like sending a perfect example is sending Ryan. Like you're gonna sneak through the basement window. My mom's at the pool. Like what if what if she wasn't? And Ryan's just like breaking into this house. Yes. And he's like, uh, first of all, if they talk all the time, you know that she knows all about Ryan the temp. You know, just like yeah. Carol yeah. did. Yeah, <laughs> in exactly. Diwali. But and 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 she's just like, oh, Michael. Did, like okay, yep. Here's the video. Like, <laughs> did we ever find out what happened to Michael's dad? I know that his he had a stepdad Jeff, who was like yeah. who seems very supportive, yeah. <laughs> like really trying hard to make a relationship work with like taking him to a professional baseball game and like you know what I mean? Yeah, like it se- it sounds like it sounds like um, Jeff tried. Yeah, really hard to, to be to like be a good present stepdad. Yeah, um, and I think BJ's right. I think Michael is just a really shitty kid <laughs> really exhausting to deal with parenting yeah didn't i'm i think there's like a a scene or maybe it, maybe it is another deleted scene where michael kind of explains like why his dad left and it was because of him am i making that up you guys don't remember that i don't remember that but i'm not i'm not as well versed on the deleted scenes as you are um, so there's a decent yeah, chance that that's something that happened that I just don't know. AJ, help me out, because it was like, a, I feel like it might have even been in one of the extended cuts where he's just like, I used to do this thing with my dad where I would say, like, what? And, like, what? What? Like, some, I think he I'm said that about Jeff. Did I he think say he, that about Jeff? I think he said it about okay. about Jeff to, like, to like annoy him. Or, like, you know, yeah. because he was just always, he never wanted to be on Jeff's side. He just wanted his mom to himself, basically. Okay. Yeah, okay. I I'm going to look into that harder. And, Please, uh, if I if it comes back that that's how his dad that is really sad. But yeah, I if know. That, that, but now I need to know. I need yeah. to know. Did Michael annoy his birth dad out of his life? Out of his life. Ooh. <laughs> what is the context? I'm I can't remember right now. What is the context of the tape of Michael as a little kid yelling "I hate you" and crying? That is the wedding. The wedding. Him, Jeff. Yes, and Jeff's then he wedding. Peed yeah. his pants. Yeah. Yeah. All of a right. sudden, and my then the pants dog became stole wet. The show. Yeah. 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 But That's the funniest right. part was that uh, later that dog peed everywhere and that nobody dog pooed. Pissed on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I love the insinuation that people booed him. Yeah. As a small child <laughs> at his mom's second wedding, he's like upset. It just boo him. <laughs> That's so good. I hate you. Jeff's dog oh ended up. <laughs> being the ring bearer i love the irony that michael was booed at the wedding and then michael is the only person booing uh sweeney todd oh, by the way he also yeah he also uh says the sees the ring bearer at jim and pam's wedding and says says that he could have done better oh yeah i will do better, <laughs> will do better. <laughs> that's right god outstanding well, that's I, some pretty good stuff. I think that's. I think there's some great stuff in that's there good for part the family. One. We got yeah. tons more that we can oh go through gosh, another there's, time. There's so many. I mean, there's so many things to go through. I mean, we didn't even get to touch on like Daryl, and we didn't get to touch. Um, uh, I don't know. We didn't get to talk sister. about Dwight's siblings. Talk- Dwight's siblings. Yeah, Jeb and Fanny. Bob. What is it? Fanny. Fanny. Yep. Fanny. Yeah. Yep. Jeb is hilarious. Thomas Middleditch. Very funny stuff. Oh yeah. 
Um, I love another, their tradition. Another Silicon of... Valley guy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I love their man. practice of shooting the dead body with a shotgun and kicking open the top of the casket yes. because of the, yeah. the heavy sleepers. Oh, God. That's the heavy pretty... sleepers. Yeah. They had a they had a spree, or what did he call it? We had a, I don't know, a period of time where they buried a lot of heavy sleepers, and so now they double-check to make sure the job is done or something to that effect. But they double-check by shooting them three yeah. times with a shotgun. I love that it goes through like this nice emotional moment, and then Dwight's like, all right, let's do this. And like kicks open the coffin and one-handed cocks the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> just blowing up at Oscar's like, all right, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Oh, yeah, and God. Oscar was the only one that came because he accidentally threw the wrong dirt at him. Or, or No, he did it out of spite, but he forgot he did it until <laughs> yeah, Oscar yeah, showed up right. and reminded him. And he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like chuckles to himself. <laughs> God. All right. We're we're calling it. That's that's family. That is extended family uh part yeah. one right there, guys. Love it, dudes. Uh we've got some fun stuff coming up for you. Uh I can't wait to dive into some more uh character specific episodes. Um getting into those like earlier seasons, we can start really working through those. And I think we got some other things coming up here uh uh on the docket as well. Yeah. So but make sure you're still sending in those fan theories uh that you can uh Make sure you keep sending in those fan theories uh, so we can address them first and foremost on the show. Uh, and make sure you are giving us a call on that voicemail. What's that number, Nick? It is area code 319-359-7977. You heard it there. I know we say it every week. You don't have to talk to anybody. It goes straight to voicemail. Yep. Leave us a voicemail. Let us hear your voice and give us your fan theory. Uh, we would love to hear it. Uh Anywhere on social media you can find me. I'm AJ Vens, A-J-A-Y-V-E-N-S. That's AJ Vens. Anywhere on social media. What about you, Beach? You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok with I am the Beach. That's Beach B-E-E-J. Follow me on both of those platforms. Uh, you can find me, Nick Morella, at just about anything at Nick Morella. That's N-I-C-K-M-E-R-U-L-L-A. Find me at uh, Twitch. That's where you'll probably see the most action from me. Otherwise, you can see me on uh, Twitter. If you like beer and whiskey stuff, find me on Instagram at Morella Nick. Because uh, and I've done some I've done some research on this. I, I falsely accused him of being from New Jersey. That bastard Nick Morella is from Philadelphia. <laughs> what a who follows me followed me out of spite on Instagram. But you can uh, you can follow me there on uh, Morella Nick. All right, guys, thanks again so much for listening to Scotch and Splenda. Next time, we will catch you on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.